0: Welcome to the Cross Tower Market Color Call. It's Friday, February 18th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst, and with me is our trader, Chad Steinglass, and data scientist, Katherine Webb. Chad, how are the markets looking this morning?
1: Morning, Martin. Uh, well, let's see, on, uh, on Wednesday, we had a little bit of relief in the afternoon after the release of the Fed Minutes. Uh, and one of the things that at least that I focused in on was uh, and these, sorry, these were the the, uh, the minutes of the January meeting. So The meeting had already happened a month ago, but these are just kind of the minutes that were released. And, and people look at them to get a little bit more insight into kind of the discussion that was going on behind the decision rather than just the decision. Uh, and one of the things that I was focusing on and that, and that a lot of people were focusing on was um, balance sheet reduction and whether the Fed would. Uh, you know, how aggressively the Fed would seek to reduce the balance sheet, but also the methodology of that. So would they do that just by kind of naturally passively letting assets roll off as they as, um, you know, fixed income securities mature? Or would they actively sell them into the market? And uh, it was a little bit of a, a good news, bad news. The good news is that um the minutes reflected that they would primarily focus on on passive income or balance sheet reduction uh rather than active so just letting them mature rather than selling however they did use the word that they that they were going to make a substantial um reduction in the size of the balance sheet and you know a word like substantial coming from the fed is is a serious word so we saw a little bit of relief uh into the afternoon on thursday But that kind of died out quickly, and by the time Friday rolled around, um, we had fresh news of of troop buildups, continuing troop buildups along the Russian-Ukrainian border, despite assurances from Moscow that they were reducing troops. Uh, Pretty much, you know, Moscow saying that they're 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 pulling troops back, but uh, satellite imagery and all all other nations kind of reporting in. Uh, are saying that that's not the case and they're actually building still. Uh, so there's you know, some, uh, a lot of kind uh, of uh, tense uh, situation going over there. Um, people are watching to see if that's going to de-escalate or if, if it will just kind of continue to slowly escalate and if um, you know, that might actually come to a head at some point in time. And uh, combined with just general risk off, uh, and we saw a rise in the dollar. We saw a rise in treasuries uh, and selling of equities, selling of crypto, um, even selling of uh, even a bit of selling of oil this morning. So right now we're in a we're in a very defensive uh, defensive mode. Um, you know, it's a Friday. Generally, I wouldn't expect that to turn around on a Friday. Uh, you know, while well, crypto trades 24-7, regular risk assets don't. And so uh, I don't see people necessarily climbing back in to, to clamor, uh, clamor risk on before the weekend. Unless, of course, we get some positive development out of the Ukraine and Russia situation. I think that would be the one thing that could kind of turn us around today. Otherwise, it's definitely a defensive market, um, you know, staying, uh, staying liquid. Back to you.
0: Chad, turning to some crypto news now, Sequoia Capital is launching a 500 to 600 million crypto fund called the Sequoia Crypto Fund, which will invest primarily in tokens listed on exchanges. In addition to the new fund, Sequoia plans to continue to invest in crypto startups out of its main seed, venture growth, and expansion funds that have over $7.5 billion in total capital commitments. Circle has new transaction terms with, of its back deal with Concord Acquisition Corp, replacing the old deal set out in July 2021. The new deal values Circle at nine billion, which is double the valuation from the prior deal. The deal is subject to shareholder and regulatory approvals and could be closed by the end of 2022. After which, the combined company would trade on the NYSE. The reason for the new terms is due to improvements in Circle's financial outlook, which include growth in the stablecoin USDC. On the regulatory front, three senators have put forward the accountability for cryptocurrency in El Salvador Act, which would require a State Department report on mitigating any risk El Salvador's adoption as legal tender of Bitcoin could have on the U.S., The U.S. state of Colorado will begin accepting cryptocurrencies for tax and other payments to the state by the end of the summer, according to Governor Jared Polis. He also announced that the state um, would host the 2022 ETH Denver Conference. Next week, President Biden is expected to issue an executive order directing government agencies, including the Treasury, State Justice, and Homeland Security, to study cryptocurrencies and a CBDC and formulate a report on the future of money and payment systems and to form a government-wide strategy to regulate digital assets. That was reported from Yahoo Finance. Gary Gensler, uh, who is the chairman of the SEC, addressed Democrats of the House Financial Services Committee through documents obtained by the Block. Gensler talked about uh, he mentioned that focus or let's see what he said was focused on crypto with him comparing the crypto adverts and the Super Bowl to the subprime mortgage adverts, which also aired during past Super Bowls. Uh, Gensler went on to say that most of these tokens are securities. Neither Gensler's staff nor the SEC's press office would confirm or deny the presentation's details. Also, the U.S. Department of Justice announced that Yoon Jung Choi is the new crypto enforcement director of the National Cryptocurrency Enforcement Team. Finally, uh, some news from Twitter. Twitter has added the ability for users to add their Ethereum wallets to their profile, allowing ETH and other ERC20 tokens to be tipped to other users. This feature is only available for the mobile application and does not support Ethereum names service or ENS domain names. And with that, I'll pass it now to Catherine to discuss some more crypto funding news.
2: Thank you, Martin. Castle Island Ventures has raised 250 million for its Castle Island Venture 3 Fund, which will be used to target startups involved in building monetary networks, financial services and Internet architecture, such as Web3. Next up, some um, acquisition news. Fireblocks has acquired First Digital Asset Group, which is a a crypto payment processor. The terms of the deal were not disclosed, but Fireblocks' co-founder and CEO was reported saying the company will use both cash and equity to fund the acquisition. Next up, some partnership news. Um, Street has announced a partnership with Pantera to allow retail users of its platform to invest in the crypto market. Users can now add exposure to Pantera's easy stage token fund and the company plans to offer further crypto funds in the future. Avalanche has seen recent growth, which has led to a new cross-chain bridge called Narnia being formed from um, Umbrella Network, and this is to transfer assets between Avalanche and the Ethereum mainnet, with the new bridge claiming to have transaction fees 90% cheaper compared to the official Avalanche bridge. The U.S. Justice Department has contracted a computer crimes prosecutor to lead its new national cryptocurrency enforcement team, and has announced that the FBI is launching a virtual asset exploratory unit for blockchain analysis and virtual asset seizure. And finally, we end on the news that J.P. Morgan Chase has announced that they are researching the quantum key distribution blockchain, which is resistant to quantum computing attacks. The QKD blockchain is being deployed and tested in collaboration with Toshiba and Sina. Uh, The announcement reads, quote, at this time, QKD is the only solution that's been mathematically proven to defend against potential quantum computing-based attacks with security guarantees based on the laws of quantum physics. And that's all the news I have for you today. I hope everyone has a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. Back to you, Martin.
0: Thank you, Catherine. And thanks for your listeners for tuning in.
1: Please check out crosstower.com for more market news and updates. Thanks for listening.